Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And I'm Tyler. And we missed y'all. It's been a while. It's been a motherfucking minute. It's been a lot longer for us than you. Yes. Delayed the drop on that episode and try to... Try to hold y'all bridge, over. Try to bridge the gap. Yeah, absolutely. But, but since then... A lot's happened. Some shit has happened. A lot of Arkansas shit. Arkansas happened. is number eight in the country. Arkansas is finna fuck around to be top oh, four in the country. Hey, we're gonna get to that. Finna fuck around. We're gonna get to that. Happy Nick Smith Jr. Day. We're about to mm. find out what's gonna happen here in life. We are T minus one hour away, but whenever you hear this, it'll be past already. So, so congratulations, Arkansas fans, for getting Nick Smith Jr. on the team. Yep. And we might still be recording whenever the news actually drops. If that's the case, you'll hear us burn the studio down. If you hear us yell over the top of the outro music, that's what's happened. Correct. But yes, we're back on Wednesday. Before we get to that point. We're going to talk to Arkansas, which will probably fill up the college football segment for this because we have a huge game we have to recap and a big game we got to pre-cap. pre-cap. <laughs> we won't full recap the AM game. We all know what happened. We'll talk a little bit of reaction about it, but mm-hmm. we'll dive deep into the Georgia-Arkansas matchup this weekend. Uh, probably going to be the game of the – I mean, it's college game Game day. of the season so far would it probably is. be this. It's college game day. You know, I'm going to get ahead of myself. So, Arkansas. Arkansas. We're going to recap, and as Dakota says, pre-cap. Pre-cap. And Dakota's got some UFC talk mm-hmm. on the second segment. Mixed in with a little bit of MLB postseason talk. Oh, yeah. We're getting close. And then we're going to round this baby out with the NFL reactions from Sunday and Monday games. NF fucking L. To the Kansas City Chiefs just quit now. Is, <laughs> I mean, is that where we're going? You're, this is going to, like, we're going to try to cover as many games as we can. This is going to be a very rant heavy. Like, it is going to be rant get heavy. some personal pain out. Yes. Okay. So we'll talk about the games, talk about what we think was going on in the NFL so far, uh, some new recent signings mm-hmm. that we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be probably our only segments right there. About one, two, the U- UFC and uh, MLB will be a little. You know, a little mashed-in segment, but yeah. three big old segments. The leadoff's going to be a heavy hitter, mm-hmm. and our last one's going to be a heavy hitter because we have a lot of sorrow that we need to get out of our hearts. <laughs> a lot of pain and suffering. And of, not on the Arkansas front. It's not. No, NFL. Thank God for Arkansas right now. So let's fuck around and talk about it. Let's talk about what happened on Saturday. Let's talk about Texas A&M beating themselves because Arkansas didn't do anything to beat them. I don't know. Oh, you're saying with the media spinning. It's the fucking team. A&M's running back comes out and says, they did, well, yeah. they didn't stop yeah. us. We hurt ourselves. And oh. then proceed to somebody so kindly put a video together of him getting smashed in the backfield. Right. You fucking He had one big play. Doofus. And it wasn't until touchdown. the second half. That was the only thing he did. And right. I like him. And I, he's making I, me try I, to not like him. Don't like him anymore. I and then his dad goes to Twitter and starts talking shit too. But then, well, then rounds it out to end and was like, hey, but I do got to tip my caps because y'all definitely outplayed us today. As a dad... His responsibility was he saw him say something and Arkansas Twitter does what it does. And he was like, oh, God. I cue what's trending on Twitter right now. I got to get my boy. I got to help him out. Arkansas Twitter don't fuck around. I'm sure that started with a conversation of, hey, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. You think Mark's pissed right now? (laughs) 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 This is a tough day. Good day for Arkansas Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) He was fucking trending at number 12 this morning. 
in the nation. Yeah, dropped the lowest he dropped to was 19, and then he dropped, he popped right back up to 13 whenever I left work. Oh, Marky Mark had a rough day. He did. Well, he fucked us and caused us a lot of rough days. Did you see what it said for trending? Yes, Arkansas Twitter Arkansas speaks Twitter up. sounds off <laughs> from an official who had made some mistakes. Some? Mm. Drastic mm. mistakes. Right. Just boneheaded fucking calls. Yeah. Non-calls, what have you. So A&M. I'm going to tell you all something. If KJ doesn't go down in that game, we fucking wax them. I, and it. 35-10 all day. Even if the score was the same. Like, if he doesn't go, if he doesn't come out of that game, at no point was I concerned about that game. As soon as he went down, I was like, oh, like it's, it's going to happen again. It's happening again. We are going to blow a lead. I thought so, too. To, and and honestly, like, this is not even me taking a shot at Hornsby. Only because, I'm like, going to take a shot at Hornsby right and, here. And you can, but, like, I'm not, I'm not ready to write him off only because, like, he's had no... Oh, I'm not going to write him no, He's too young. No reps. No and he chance. got dropped in, and they're... A&M fans are now saying otherwise, but like got dropped in unexpectedly to one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah. But which of course A&M fans are now saying their defense isn't that well, good. Well, we weren't even that good. Fuck yourself. Okay. How you go from we're going to beat Bama to we weren't that good because yeah. you lost to Arkansas. Like, nope. If Bro, we beat Georgia, genuinely, I'm waiting on people to be like, well, Georgia's overrated. They're have, number fucking two. You have to realize nobody is used to Arkansas being relevant. Like, I don't so care. So the thought of them realizing their team just lost to what they thought was an irrelevant team. They have to discredit it. And I, I don't care. If like we play after, a full season like this, there will be no more discrediting. After the Texas, the only way there won't be discrediting is if we beat Bama or play Bama close. Because if you remember, if when we, we win beat, this weekend, there's when no we, discrediting. When we lo- and there, but people will, is That's what I'm saying. That's three ranked teams. The only, the only reason I say Bama is because if you remember, like, what was it, Brandon Allen when we lost 14-13? Yeah. And they came after Saban saying, like, oh, you only won by one. He's like, did you see how hard we had to fucking play to it win that game? fucking pouring rain, too. Right. So, I mean, he'll, he'll give credit where credit's due. If they win by... If Alabama beats us by 10, he's going to give us credit. Yeah. And that's the difference. And that's why AM had no fucking chance yeah, to beat so, Alabama. And this is not me saying we're, we're going to fucking beat Bama. I saw all you geniuses the first week we beat Georgia. and second week talking about some bench KJ, talking about some he can't throw, talking about he's in, he's inconsistent, talking about he. Where, where y'all at? So, what, what, where, you, where y'all fellas at out there? One thing I want people to think about here uh, that bomb that he threw to Traylon Burks on the sideline, flat footed if you if your mechanics worked what could you do and this is like kind of it's like a ricochet shot he's playing backyard football out there right and it's it's, and he sent that bitch 60 yards on a fucking rope and credit to Traylon Burks for not falling down I thought for sure he was going down I did too (laughs) I was almost devastated but I was in fucking Arizona y'all know for the last several days and I had all these dudes that were from Arizona, you know, they're, they're fans of God only knows where. So they only remember Arkansas being shit too. So I put this game on low key, a little nervous for what the outcome <laughs> might be. And as soon as that game started off, it got to the point where everybody literally looked at me and they're like, holy shit. Oh, it happened. Fast. Oh yeah. No, it's real. I fucking jumped up. I am sprinting across the goddamn living room. I'm jumping outside on the back patio, screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> my voice is fucked up for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. I was making a fucking scene at the bar because we left at halftime and finished it off at the, at the bar, and it started getting a little too close for comfort, and I was getting <laughs> a little fucking disgruntled. Yeah. Now, those same people that were talking about KJ were calling for Hornsby to start. Wow. My only thing that I had said was that he won't throw the ball. He loves to run, and, and guess what Kendall does? 
oh, let's just call it play calls where he just runs. Let's not put him in a position to fucking throw the ball. Let's just make him run because that's all he can do. So let's do that. No, how about you don't so, do that? So here's here's my argument against it because I I was equally I was getting equally frustrated, but with him not like there's no four straight punts. He didn't have any preparation going into that game. He's taking second string reps. He's still playing. I don't care when he gets dropped into that game. Your goal is to maintain. No, I get it. He was set. He was set up for failure in that. Not set up for what? failure, but not. Not right. getting to run full first team reps all week or any any sort of right. I get. But that's it. the thing. Like if if you put him in there and he's not comfortable throwing, and maybe and I hope he has self awareness to be like, hey, I'm not like I'm not comfortable slinging the ball everywhere. Granted, I know it's the case. I know it's drastic, but look what happens when Tua comes in over Jalen Hurts in the middle of a championship game. Look what happens. Right, it's very different. But if he comes in there and he's like, I know you don't feel comfortable, but you need to throw it, and he throws three picks and we lose. Now we got different problems. Well, instead, he just ran around 500 yards and gained 12. But he lost, but he ate time off the clock. If he's just slinging it everywhere and it goes bad, we're fucked. So that's that's he just he just doesn't like to throw the ball. He's not comfortable throwing, and when he does start throwing, he sells it. That was that was my only knock. I was not comfortable with him being the starting quarterback for a reason. And and y'all saw it. He's just not there yet. He's just not ready. I'm not just credit. I'm not going to fucking tell him that he's not going to be good. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. I'm just saying he our offense will not flourish with him at quarterback. Not right now. Well, not right now. He no. gets too gun shy. He he likes to just he I swear to god he could he could be fucking Lamar in college. He's that fast. He is a fucking freak. And I would bet that he puts on more weight as he goes. I, like, I would hope I so. I would hope so. Cuz KJ came in very small. Not very, but much smaller than he is now and look at him now. Yeah, but that would you know be how it. fucking hard I get when he fucking takes off running and puts <laughs> his shoulder down when he runs. I did not when he after he came back in and he took off. Like I know it's necessary because once they realized that he was not like it was ideal for us to not run him, they fucking pinned their ears back and came after him. Like you're gonna throw to beat us, and obviously he can throw, but he flourishes throwing the ball because the defense has no idea what we're gonna do. How do you go seven for fifteen, seven completions, and have two hundred and twelve yards and two touchdowns? Same way that Burks had two catches for like a hundred and something yards and two touchdowns the other day. Like it was in a QBR of, well, he had like eight catches in that game. He, I know, but, but I, early we finally got to see the KJ to Traylon Burks consistent mm-hmm. connection that we've been waiting to see. Yeah. He's, he is he's back up. as yep. you texted me in that game. He is all the way back. Yes. He does appear to be the best receiver in, in the SEC again. Yes. Like um, showing it. So my takeaways would be here's, here's something I want to do. Give one person on offense, one person on defense, the BMF of the game. The bad motherfucker of the game. It's KJ on offense. Correct. That's what be. I chose to. Defense, I know you're going to say because I said it too. It's Trey. 55. Defensive line. Holy shit, we got a defensive yeah. lineman it, siding. That motherfucker's draft stock exists now. That's all I wanted like, to see. It, it, and that's not, I'm not trying to take a shot, but like. He fucking dominated that left being tackle. Being an Arkansas fan. It was like a holy shit. Where did this come from? So to on a national stage, you know, he made it on the people's draft boards. Long oh Saturday, yeah, he sure. had he had that left tackle fall starting every other play. He had that left tackle holding him no, every he, play. He had him in a fucking pretzel. The he whole had time. he he had four tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss. Like he's, that's what me and you have been wanting. To just we just want a fucking defensive. Line. If we can't get any pressure on a quarterback, we're fucked. And, and God the, damn it, we fucking got it. And like bringing three, if you can get pressure like that. Yeah, it's a scary thing because I don't love sending three. It, it, I don't either. But all you have to do is get make them uneasy. You don't. I'm not even asking you right. to get to the quarterback. Now Just the problem, make him make a decision. There's way too many people that are dropped back in coverage to not love the decision you're about to make. Right. And the defensive backs that we have flying around. Monterey Brown, monster, mother of God, Brooks, 
when he caught that fucking ball. When Brooks smoked that dude over mm-hmm. the middle, oh my god! Yeah, there was uh, there were several hits for both teams on that towards the end that were I was waiting on flags. Like when Trevor Williams busted that run right out the middle, <laughs> and that dude just literally tried to spear him in his chest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, my takeaway, also, there there's something for your motherfucking asses. What Dakota and I said after the first few games, we're just running because it's working. Yeah, when no. we need to throw, we can. To go into the Georgia game, if we go down fourteen, run the fucking ball. I don't agree with that. Do not start trying to keep up with them in the air. Like, Georgia allows sixty six rushing yards a game. That's fine. But what what are the, I would like to see the other defenses that we've played compared to what they allow for us. We're gonna have to switch it a little bit in this one. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to establish the pass to make them stop stacking the box. Once we establish the pass a little bit, we get a touchdown on, on a throw. They're going to start backing off in coverage. Then we fucking run it Maybe, up their asses. But if they, they're going to come out of the gates. If we start trying, running on one run run, we'll be punting. And But what I'm saying, what if we don't? Like, what if they, they're going to sell out to stop the run up front. So uh, yeah. if we have success running the ball early, like, what's that going to do to their fucking confidence? I don't know. They're fucked. I just know if we play to their strong suit, it's not going to work. You're probably right. We need to exploit their weakness. And their weakness is their pass defense. Their secondary is not what their fucking front seven is. I, I don't want us to abandon the run. Fuck no. And I, you, can, you can get too far into the weeds with the gamesmanship, but I would still, and I, and I am a strong advocate against this, run the ball in the first play. Like, because we're so run heavy, I don't want to, like, I would do an RPO. Kirby on the Smart play. is smart. Oh, the RPO makes me so nervous. I'm going to fake game. that run because they're going to sell out for it, and I'm going to boop. RPO, like, the amount of RPO that we run makes me so nervous for this game because they get in the backfield so fast. They do. Like, their ends are very good at getting off their blocks. They are. Um, concerns from the game? From the A&M game? Yeah. KJ and Burks got a little hobbled. Pittman said yesterday in his press conference that he thinks they'll be fine. They need to be. And it's not like they, they don't need to be like, oh, they can play. They need to be healthy. Right. Which I get is a tall order. But you're going to have. we played some tough fucking games so far. We have. And it's, it's going to continue to get worse. Like, we're going to play Georgia. So we need them to be healthy. But. Play Ole Miss, Ole Miss, who is coming off the Alabama game, so they are not going to be 100%. I think we can beat Ole Miss regardless, but too. if they're not 100%, if we're closer to 100% than they are, obviously good for business. <clears throat> My other takeaway, why the fuck is A.J. Green getting three carries? There's too many fucking mouths to feed in the backfield. There's not, here. though. Dominique Johnson is not the mouth to feed. The, any of them that go in have success. That's the thing. Like it, it doesn't. It almost doesn't fucking matter. He had six carries for 19 yards, Dominique Johnson. And what did he have the game before that? I don't know. A lot. What did AJ Green have? Very good. But what I'm saying is, like, there's not, there has not been a wrong answer yet. I agree. AJ Green should have more carries. He should be getting more carries than Dominique Johnson. My only argument. Next year, him and Rocket will. Him and Rocket should be right there in touches. Here's the thought: because Rocket had six carries, Traylon Williams had 17. I get. Which he was fucking tearing them up. Don't get it. I'm not getting it people, wrong or anything. People but. liked Hornsby coming in, and I'm sure he shows them a lot in practice. And if your quarterback goes down, he's the backup quarterback for a reason. But in my opinion, in that game, since we were playing to maintain and having success on the ground, bring the fucking wild hog back. Put goddamn Rocket oh, no. Sanders at quarterback and just run the ball. I would because put, at that point, they knew we were going to do it anyway. You might as well have a running back doing it rather than the quarterback. I would put Coley in. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do in that moment either. Like that's that's yeah, at least throws the fucking ball. He he is capable of throwing the ball, but what do you do in that moment? Like that's the even younger guy getting dropped in there against them. He's only a year younger. It is, but I mean, it's one less year. 
It's one last year that he's seen. I mean, I get and it. neither one of them. I mean, fuck. I just don't want to live in a world where Dominique, John, Dominique, now I can't even remember his last name, Dominique Johnson mm-hmm. is getting as many carries as Rocket and more carries than AJ. That's just not right. AJ Green he definitely needs to be. Look what happened when they threw him that ball. When, I he, will. when they threw him that fucking pass and he stiff armed the first dude, spun the second dude, and the other dude tried to tackle him from the side, he just lunged forward and took off of the house. Bruh. I, I am going to give credit to Kendall Bryles on the double pass that he tried to pull off back to Hornsby only because, like, he's clearly a weapon running the ball if he gets an open space. And the only way we were able to get him out of space at that point is to get him, like, you could throw in the ball yeah, and get I, him out in the open. No, I, I was okay with that call. So I, I, I do think I am more, like, this is very early stages. I am warming up to Kendall Browse as we go. He appears to be. I'm not yet. I, he appears to be getting a little bit smarter, opening it up a little bit. I guess we are seeing some different play calls than than we had seen in the first couple of games. There We're starting to see some better several ones. Several smarter play calls in the A and M game. We got Heaps. deep passes going. We got we got crosses running across the middle of the posts. We got some floods that I like to see, which is scary against fast defenses, but it can work. I just don't want to see fucking two yard hook routes from everybody, and that's what. No, this is going to sound simple, but if we don't turn the ball over against Georgia. I, I genuinely like I. I told you. Let's jump into the George Arts. I told you if we beat AM, go and do it. It was going to create dangerous expectations, and the closer we get to the Georgia game, the more I think if we don't turn the ball over, we beat Georgia. Like so, Saturday, October second at eleven. Turn your TV's awful. on, but turn it on at like nine for so you can watch some college game day. Eleven is awful for that game. That was perfect for me. It went. No, so here's the thing. It's like. Saturdays, you wake up, watch game day, you get all hyped up, watch a game you don't really care about, and wait for the Arkansas game. This time, it's right afterwards, and it's Herb Street and them calling the game. Yes. The problem I'm talking about is for, like, to be a player in that game, to travel to Georgia. Uh, well, what time do you have to get up to get your breakfast and get, like, to get fucking, to get up for a game, like, at 1030? Like, the, the, the plus side is it's in Georgia, and they don't have all day to drink beforehand. Like, that helps. Maybe calm the crowd down a little bit. Um, so we're about to face top defense college football in their house. And it was apparent week one with game day in attendance. And nobody is going to give Arkansas a shot on this. Nope. ESPN gives us a 10.9% chance. I can't wait to see what Herb Street says on game day. Cause he 10. was the 9. only one that picked it against A&M. And obviously Georgia is better than A&M. That's not what I'm saying. Like should is Georgia. Should Georgia beat us? Yes. I'm not buying it. Can we beat Georgia? Yes. Everyone's valuing Georgia's, Georgia based off of their defense. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard them mention their offense? No, I mean no, James, me James either. Daniel's name comes up early in the season, but <laughs> nothing. It's always their defense. Also, they have fucking played nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, who they they played Clemson, which Ooh, Clemson. turned out to be. Not great. Yeah, they're but super that good. game was where I was like, "Oh, their defense is fucking good." And surprisingly, like the the caliber of opponents they've played has not made me doubt their defense. Like I think their defense is genuinely fucking. good. I think it's good. I don't think it's as high as what they're putting them. Well, I mean, who have you seen with a just a like Arkansas has played better, better competition than Georgia? Absolutely, Arkansas has played better competition than anybody. All and year. we have never looked like we were even close in those games. Yeah, against better opponents than they have played. Yeah. But they give us a 10% chance to win. Why? Because the they're a pedigree school and we're not? It's the same reason why everybody thought we didn't have a chance against A&M. Like, 
or after the Texas game, it's the same reason why everybody says like, oh, well, we're not as good as we thought. It's the same thing. Like te- now, now I'm going to say, I said it, I think last episode, I think Texas was overrated when we played them, which inadvertently overrated us in that moment. Except, like, uh-oh, Texas is slapping everybody. Right, and then now Texas is clapping cheeks because they're fucking pissed off, and I'm all for Maybe it. Maybe we just beat a good hey, team. fucking go, Texas. Beat the shit out of everybody now. I don't give a fuck, because it just does nothing but make us look better. I gotta, I gotta, we got to take a quick intermission to tell y'all about Tyler almost getting a poor man's rich this weekend. <laughs> I had oh. a couple different parlays running this weekend. I was in Arizona. Online gambling's legal. And uh, I wake started, up, rest of the country. Yeah, FanDuel. Please, God, get your asses to Arkansas. Um, so I had I had some bets going. Now I started off hot, boys. First day I got there was Thursday, and I saw a long shot bet. I thought it was for passing touchdowns. I didn't realize it had to be rushing. I bet on Sam Darnold to have two touchdowns. He was plus ninety five hundred to have two touchdowns. I was like, oh, it's got to be passing too. <laughs> Turns out it was only rushing. Didn't even realize yeah. that. I left the bar pissed. We went and fucked around on the side by side. We went back to the house, turned the game on, and I was like, hey, what's the score here? Who the fuck scored? And Walker like pulled up ESPN and he was like, oh, Sam Darnold did. I was like, oh, okay, good, good, good. Passing? And he's like, no. I was like, what? He's like, he got two rushing touchdowns. <laughs> what? Yeah, accidentally. I opened my FanDuel account, $980 sitting there. I said, holy, I bet $10. <laughs> I fucking started off the weekend hot. So, of course, I had to capitalize. On accident. It was. <laughs> But I'll take it. That don't matter. Uh, so then I wanted to start doing some bets on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I had four team. Now I had another four team parlay that. They were not going to talk about. I had it. <laughs> if Brett Belima wasn't the coach for Illinois. <laughs> and he is though. All and, my other ones hit. And I Brett called NC State to upset Clemson. I called. Um, I called. Uh, Arkansas A&M in that one. And then I had. Uh, some other shit baby team. But they they all hit. I they all hit. It would have. It was a ten dollar, ten dollar bet for eight hundred eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. And Illinois got down to the fucking twenty yard line, fizzled out, fucking blew it. So <laughs> I, that that one was out. But then came my money ones. I had two four teamers, one for ten bucks, one for thirty bucks. I had Notre Dame, Notre Dame over Wisconsin. Couldn't tell you how they were underdogs. I had uh, boy Wisconsin shit the bed. Yeah, I had Baylor over Iowa State because mm-hmm. I'm sticking to my guns that Iowa State's overrated. And then I put Arkansas over A&M. Mm-hmm. Hit them all. Yep. And then I got real risky. And I took West Virginia over OU. You say you got real risky, but the first thing I looked at, like genuinely, I told you this, but it was like, I'm serious. The first thing I saw when I was looking at the games for Saturday, I was like, oh, West Virginia beating Oklahoma. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, Oklahoma's overrated. I sent it to Terry because I knew he had a bunch of bets. I sent my bet over to him after the first three hit, and he was like, oh, shit. And he sent it over. I didn't know that he sent it to Kirby. I get a call from Kirby. He's like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, what? And he said, Terry just sent me your bet. I was like, yeah, what about it? And he's like, you're going to fucking win tonight. <laughs> I was like, you think so? And he's like, I, I'm fucking telling you, you're winning tonight. I had to, the $10 bet was a $2,700 payout. And the $30 bet was a $7,300 payout. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, there for a second, it was looking hot. I hit all three of the first ones. At halftime, FanDuel was offering me money because they thought they were going to lose their bet. They were offering me three grand on the big one, and they were offering me nine hundred on the on the two thousand dollar payout. And I looked at it and I said, "They're offering me this for a reason, because they know I'm about to win." Like put the, my shit down. I ain't taking it. Of those four games, Arkansas over A and M, obviously the most confident. And then it would have been West Virginia over Oklahoma. My second most would have been Notre Dame over Wisconsin. 
I then it would have been West Virginia. And I, I swear to God, if that motherfucking center for West Virginia didn't <laughs> snap the ball over the quarterback's head 25 oh, yards oh, back, everything I had it. It happened in fantastic fashion. Because as soon as that happened, the cash payouts dipped, dipped, gone. Gone. You're fucked. And I was like, oh, no. Well, I mean, it was to the point where I had 20 people around the bar that I had just told about the bets, and they were all just standing there rooting for West Virginia with me. Like, oh, it was just I, a fucking vibe When in I there. messaged you... In, I think it was the end of the third quarter, and I said, "What's that? What's the payout at now?" And it was like four grand, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Fuck it, you got it, you got to let it." Ride <laughs> Dakota point. said, "I understand if you want to accept it, I do, but <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna hit." And, and everything I, up until the last yep. fucking minute of the game looked like it was money. Correct, I had fucking money. It's so I fucking told, money. I told Emily about it, and she she put her phone down. She's watching it right about the time that happened, and. It's her fucking fault. It might, might be her fault. She pressed the fucking Buffalo Wild Wings button. We look up, and I was like, all they have to do is get down here, and it's over. And they're fucking moving. And I'm going to get 10 grand. And the motherfucker turned his head, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. As soon as he looked over to the sideline, I was like, no, what are you? Oh, my and God, he, the ball. Oh, my he God. snapped it, and it was three yards behind him before he ever realized what had happened, and it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. At that point, I almost wish OU would have picked it up and ran it to the house. So West Virginia <laughs> could have got a chance to come down and score. Right. God damn it, man. I was so close. I fucking had it. But now I'm all the way in on betting. I am I am in. I am. You ever heard the saying that Macy, nobody wins their Macy, first if bet? You're, if you're listening to this, Macy, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing. Like, everybody wins their first bet. And then. And shit. Yeah. But if you keep betting on Arkansas this year. Oh, they're going to be in my parlay this weekend. I promise you that. Why, why are, is that? Oh, because they're uh, 18 and a half point underdogs. You're fucking stupid. If you think Arkansas loses by fucking 19, 21, anything. How it, big idiots are they? How big? Huge. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, even if you think Georgia is that good and Arkansas isn't as good as they as number eight in the country, like Arkansas fucking covers. For instance, KJ has 844 yards, six touchdowns, two picks. Daniels? 567 yards, five touchdowns, two picks. Okay. KJ has 277 more yards and eight less attempts. Okay. Uh, Traylon Burks, three, uh, oh, sorry, Traylon Williams, 300 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Zamir White, 207 and two touchdowns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Burks, 373 yards receiving with two teddies. Brock Bowers, their best receiver, 272, but four touchdowns. Mm hmm. Team stats, points per game, Arkansas 35.8, Georgia 42. And they've played shit babies. And they fucking laid it on them. Like, it, they run up the score yeah. against them. Like, and I'm not saying they shouldn't. Like, you should beat the teams you should beat. And we handily. average six less points than them playing good teams. Taking out Rice, it's not close. Points allowed per game. Like, you could, you at this point, you could probably compare Rice directly to Clemson. Like, compare our week ones. Yes. Level of competition wise. Yeah. Points allowed per game, this work is drastic, and it's because of the shit babies. Points allowed per game, Arkansas only 14, mm. 14.5 technically, and Georgia 5.8. Yeah, well, they also beat Clemson, and Clemson put up three points. Right. So. Total yards, Arkansas 480, Georgia 454. Yards allowed, Arkansas 267, Georgia 182. The spread's Georgia 18.5. Arkansas has a plus 700 money line. Cash that, motherfucker. Mm. That's good stuff. That's tasty. That's tasty. Put I will you have put a hundred dollars on that. See, that's big risks. There. See, but there you get your you get your parlay back, right? I there. work at a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, hundred. You, you go fifty fifty. You put that in a. 
I have to You don't go splitskies. We're gonna have to look at teams that we like and do a three fourteen no, parlay. Like just Arkansas money. Line. I mean, that'll just be, you put a hundred dollars in, you you get what? I don't I don't even know the odds on that. I don't know how to do the math on this shit. I'm not that much of a wizard, but I know if you tag that into a fucking parlay, a cha ching. I mean, you don't have to, but you can't. Well, That's the way you make money is parlays, <laughs> you, or unless somebody has plus seven hundred dollars to win. Okay, now you do your talk. So talky talky. Like a score got thrown out to me today. No more talking. that I didn't hate. Like I, I don't think plus seven oh five on my boogie. Not, this is not going to be a super high scoring game. I don't imagine the score I got today from somebody. If we put a hundred in there, we get seven hundred five dollars. Right. So you don't think it'll be high scoring? You want my prediction real quick? The one. Hang on. Let me tell you this one first. Okay, go ahead. Because he said twenty one twelve, Arkansas. Who did? Nick Parrish, one of the general superintendents, okay. and he follows the shit everything Arkansas pretty close. I don't hate it. It would make, like, the fact that it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I feel like it is, is going to make me chew my fingers down to the fucking nub. Like, I can't, like, a, a small lead against anybody, it, in any game, it's not even just Arkansas, it just, it's fucking intense. And to play the number two team, like, if we're number eight, we beat number two, what's that, what's that put us? If we're number I, eight, I we know, beat number two? I know it all depends on five. what happens above us. But, By five. So, so going down the fucking rabbit hole here, Say we beat Georgia. Lose to Alabama. Alabama and Georgia are still going to play in the SEC championship, and Alabama waxes Georgia because I think they will. Yeah. We have one loss, and it's to an undefeated Alabama conference champion. They're going to be number one. What, or, ha- what happens in the And Georgia's in a two loss? Georgia would lose to us and Bama. I mean... The strength of schedule has to, play, of to schedule, play to our side. We would side. have beaten Texas, Texas A&M, Georgia, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri. Then we get a rematch against Bama. But I mean, like, assuming you got to worry about the OUs and those teams that, that linger and around the there. Thing. I could see Oklahoma being Oklahoma's going to lose to fucking Texas next week, and they might. But if they go, they will they be in my parlay next week. Twelve and one. I Sorry, could, Derek, if, but OU if stinks. we go twelve and one, and Oklahoma goes twelve and one. I would. It would not shock me one bit if they put Oklahoma in the playoff over us. It would be a hundred percent wrong. For instance, if we parlayed Arkansas money line with Michigan over Wisconsin money line, that bumps the odds to plus fifteen fifty. Now put Texas over Oklahoma. That's next week. Oh, is it okay? That's plus fifteen fifty. A hundred dollars would win us one thousand five hundred fifty dollars. Hey, we each go in fifty. Something about we come it. out with seven hundred. That's that's tasty. I don't hate it. No. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. So, so what is your prediction? Okay. What we got? I'm going to say 21-17 Arkansas. Okay. I, I like it. I think it's going to be close. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of points scored. It's going to be a nerve-wracking game. Like I, I, I'm, I'm fully prepared for it. It's going to be like I'm going to have the feelings of like, a few years ago, the old Miss games. Like, it was just, you knew it was going to come down to the last fucking second, and you got to hold on. I do think we lead the entire game. Give me Arkansas 33, Georgia 24. Oh, that would be shocking. 33-24, Arkansas. That, that would be three touchdowns, four field goals. Well, we know we got field goals in the bag. Give it to me. I mean, hey. 33-24. Give it to me. I would bet. What's what's the 
I would take the under in that game. I don't know what it's set at, but the over under is at over under. Where are we at? It's got to be oh, the le- less than like fifty five. I'd say forty eight and a half. I'd take that. I think. Like you take the what? I take the under. From forty eight. I'm not good at over under bets. I'm I'm terrible at guessing those. I do. It just seems like it's just going to be. Plus, after Alabama and Florida fucked me in my over under, and I, <laughs> I put I bet on over sixty, and they miss an extra point, and it's sixty exactly. That's tough. It's fucking rigged. <laughs> Vegas sets the lines where they, <laughs> they set them fucking for a know. But we'll see what happens. That's that's our predictions there. Dakota twenty one seventeen. Tyler thirty three twenty four. Next episode, we're going to break out the notebook and we'll analyze how our picks have been so far for the college football season. Do not discount. I'm saying we are going to lead the whole game. Do yeah. not discount that, I, that old Tyler and Dakota have been pretty fucking right so far. People are saying. Vegas, may pay attention. There's some check fucking out, validity to what Vegas, the fuck we're check saying. check out our Twitter. Good starting points. Set your lines. Correct. Been accurate. What are we going to get into now? Uh, you said you, want, you had a little UFC talk. Oh, yeah. We had a little UFC fight. I did fall asleep during the main event. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> Hand yeah, up. It happened. I did fuck that up. And <laughs> it was, up. from what I saw afterwards, it was a hell of a fight. Uh, but I watched it for Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler for the most part. So And Valentina Shevchenko, which... Bo- uh, no. Let's keep break them down one at a time. Valentina is a fucking weapon. Okay? She came into this fight... And she was talking about, oh, she's not going to show me anything I haven't seen. And people took offense to this. This woman has done nothing but beat the fucking piss out of everybody she's come up against. I'm not even going to say except Emmanuel Nunez because that fight could have gone either way, in my opinion. Like, that is the closest we've seen to anybody, quote unquote, beating the shit out of Amanda Nunez. Only because she was, like, it was a competitive fight. I've not seen Nunez in another one of those. Not even Cyborg. She fucking woman-handled Chris Cyborg as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valentina... But she put on a fucking clinic. Like, everything she said that she always said she was going to do, she did it. And she just stands flat-footed for the most part and just waits. And when you try to do something, she just makes you fucking pay for it repeatedly. She beat this woman back into the fucking cage and just beat her into fucking submission. It was <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Uh, the Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz fight started out exactly like I thought. Like, this is a 17-year-old rematch. By the end of it, the punches looked very sad. Nick... The, the punches became sad. Nick, uh, <clears throat> I want to say he came out and looked out of shape, but Nick and Nate Diaz have never screamed fitness. Like, if, if they right. don't, you look at them, like, they have the cardio, but you don't look at them and think, wow, that guy is going to be a fucking problem. They're right. just tough as fucking nails. And they came out and just started beating the piss out of each other, which is exactly what everybody wanted. What I did not expect is when Robbie dropped him. Let that run a little long. Forgot all about it. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> Robbie dropped him. Like, connected. Legitimately dropped him. And ran over to him like he was in a, like everybody else. Just ground and pound. Tried to put him out. And when he got to him, didn't even throw a punch. He was like, yeah, fuck it. This is not what the people want to see. Like, we waited 17 years for this bullshit. We're both known for just banging. And turned his back and backed up. And was like, come on. Let's, let's fucking go. Let's give them what they want. We're not going out like that. Ref walks over to Nate or Nick. And he was like, nah, I'm good. Like, just... Do you want to continue? Nope. And it's a fucking over. What the fuck was that? That ain't the fucking Diaz, bro. No, you bitched on the Diaz name. And, like, Nate ran up. Like, they're at the cage. They're talking to him afterwards. And, like, they gave everybody, they gave each other respect and all that shit, which is great. Like, he, Robbie said, he's like, that dude always comes out and fights. Like, I have, I have no problem. Like, all the respect to him, whatever. But, like, 
I don't. Okay, sorry. That fight was exactly what I wanted right up until it wasn't, and it made no fucking sense. Like, I don't like seeing that shit. And this is not, like, if you don't know where you fucking are, and they ask you if you want to stop, you should probably say yes. Like, you have fighters, like uh, Anthony Smith, he's told his corner, like, hey, I don't give a fuck what happens. You don't, you don't, we ain't having no fucking stoppage from my corner. Let me fucking die in there. But that didn't seem to be the case. Like, that was the first time he, like, any, anybody got dropped. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I don't know if he just realized, like, he didn't, he was not as prepared as he was. And leading up to that fight, was it like a week before, Nick was like, hey, how about we bump this up about 10 pounds? And Robbie was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm good with it. Which, all that, the only, the only thing that can mean is, like, Nick knew he wasn't going to make weight. So Robbie agrees to it. The only thing is, like, at, at that point, Robbie was probably already cut most of the weight. So he was, it was, it was nothing but a plus for him. Like he got to just chill the rest of the fucking time leading up to the fight. Mm-hmm. It just, it did not give me warm fuzzies. It was not what I expected. I hate it for Nick Diaz. I'm sure he's done at this point. They are talking about Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson though. I saw that today, which is fucking awesome. Like for Tony Ferguson, I don't want, you, I don't know what you give him right now. Cause his last few has been, have been bad and he's not like with his age. And like I said, his last few fights, there's not a lot of great matchups for him but Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson would be what we expected from Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler like it's right. gonna be a bloodbath <clears throat> right they both don't have a lot else like they're not making a race to the fucking title anymore like but that's a matchup that I would fucking love to see speaking of UFC you gotta talk about your boy what's happening John Bones Jones okay look cause your boy's done I mean he was he was on a his plan his trajectory that he saw himself on doesn't make any fucking sense anyway like you want to go up to heavyweight knowing the matchups that have to happen first neither none of them are favorable for you and then you say i say favorable like i'm not no fight against francis Ngannou is favorable for anyone or steve a for that matter right and you say i want to be he's at i think 255 right now and he said he wants to get to 270 and then cut back down to 265 and be the biggest and fastest heavyweight in the division, uh, you ain't getting bigger than Ngannou. And no. I don't see it happening. And if you do, you damn sure are not going to have the speed that you have now. Like, your technique and stuff will be that of a smaller fighter, but the speed cannot stay there if you get to two fucking 70. Like, your frame has just not been that your entire fucking life. You're putting on a, sh- a lot of fucking weight. Right, now let's talk about what he did. Uh, he had buttered a cop car. I mean, it's no, worse than that. Nothing surprises me at this point. I read the report. Nothing fucking surprises me at this point with John Jones. I guess his lady went down to the, they were in a hotel. The lady went down to the, to the little concierge desk thing, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And, uh, went down there and, and asked for a spare key. And she was like, kind of ducking her head a little bit. The dude was like, you good? And she like looked up and she was like, I'm terrified to go back to the room. And he realized that she had blood on her nose and blood in her mouth. And, uh, I guess the the kid there was they have a, they had a kid with him or something I don't know but I guess it said one of the either either the kid or they referred to the guy at the help desk as a kid very possible and said that he said he he's gonna call the cops and he did cops get there he starts joking about how he could fucking knock them all out yeah, he could I'd fuck all you up and blah blah he blah he's not and, smart but he would and they asked her what happened and she was like oh did he, they asked her did he get physical and she's like oh you know a little bit but not, he didn't hit me or anything. And they went to the room. There was blood all over the fucking bed. There was blood on the floor. Yeah, she ran into a doorknob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she said that he like, pulled, he pulled my hair a little bit, but didn't hit me or anything. 
Like I, I don't I don't know what you what people expect from John Jones anymore. Like it's it's not I'm not I'm not changing my mind. Like he's the, he is the best fighter I've ever seen. But you you like that comes with it with him. Like it's, I'm not saying it's okay. Comes what? It comes with it. With it. Okay. But it I'm by no means condoning it. But like that's what he is. It's it's kind of like Connor to an extent. Like you're going to get the outlandish shit that makes no sense. Like how the fuck are you making these bonehead decisions? Well, Connor just throws liquid at MGK. He doesn't well, fucking punch women. Punched an old man in the bar, and that's that not, motherfucker. No, he should have closed it. his mouth. He fucking said they ate it and just sat there on his bar stool because he Connor knew better than fucking turn back around. Connor should have gave that motherfucker a portion of the proper twelve. <coughs> uh, it sucks. Like again, though, like it doesn't change. You see who came out on Twitter and said something about it? About what? Uh, about John Jones? I don't guess so. Eddie Asanya? Oh, he, like, yeah, he can stir that shit up now. And I like Izzy, but he can stir that shit up now because John's not going to go to heavyweight and then come back down to fight him. It's not going to happen. And he Izzy said, might. And y'all, y'all probably give him a pass for this. And, and if it was me, I'd be done for. And y'all are going to give him a pass. You still love him. And, you know, peace, love, and all that crap. Izzy might be, I'm going to say dumb enough, ballsy enough, whatever you're going to call it. That if he got to the point where, like, say John goes up to heavyweight, actually gets a fight, loses, and then he's like, well, fine, I'll fight you now, because he's 260 pounds, Izzy probably be like, all right, we'll do it. And it's going to ha- like, he went up a weight class already for no reason. Like, it didn't do anything to help him, and he lost, because he got on top of him, and you can't just buck off somebody that's that much bigger than you, and John would be substantially bigger than him at that point. So, yeah, he can talk his shit like he's good at it. He's going to fire John up. Like, John's not hard to fucking poke. It's going to work. He's going to get it out of him. But, I, like, again, it doesn't change anything as far as my expectations of what happens with John Jones moving forward. Like, I don't think he had a clear path anywhere. I think he did this because he had, he had dominated everybody else. And he's like, all right, I'll move up. And then it, it, right at the time he moved up, the heavyweights got fucking scary. Like, it's people that, I'm not saying he can't beat them, but, like, it would, if anybody was going to beat Nganu, I would have to put John Jones in there. Like I said, the amount of time he would have to wait to get to that fight is quite a while. So it's boy's done. It sucks. I mean, and he may be, but it is what it is. I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm not. It's not shocking. It sucks. We'll see what happens with it. With it. With it. Uh, you want to do a little MLB talk? Oh, do I? Mm-hmm. The Cardinals clinched fucking postseason. Okay. We we are back. So what do they earn? Wild card game. Against? Either the Dodgers or the Giants. I don't know if they've I don't think they've clinched it. It's on Wednesday, I think. I'm I don't even with, know anything about baseball, but I'm fine with either one of them. Honestly, because Wainwright's gonna pitch in that wild card game. I'm assuming. If it's not till Wednesday, he's gonna pitch. And Wainwright has for whatever reason been fucking lights out. Like if it's a you give me one game against anybody right now, I don't give a fuck who it is. Like the Brewers had our number all year, and we beat the piss out of them the last two series. We you played might as well them. kill that. Nobody can hear that. That was you could have just killed it. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like seventeen in a row. You give me one game against anybody. Like, do I turn you on at all when you kiss me, baby? <laughs> do I feel super <laughs> confident and like we're going to win the World Series? It would be very tough. I'm but embarrassed that I just did a Luke Bryan. We, <laughs> We also had like a 1.2% chance in the month of September to make the playoffs, and now we've clinched the fucking playoff berth. So, fucking, I mean, it's happened before. You're going to get clapped. I don't think so. If it's the Giants, you'll, I think you'll win. I would, be, I would have been more nervous because there was a point last week where if we would have went, if we won out and the Brewers lost out, we would have won the division, which was not 
crazy because we had two series left against the Brewers and we swept them in one. We swept them, we swept both those series. So that was an even swing for both of us. They played the other teams. They played with the Mets and the Dodgers, I believe. And we played Mets stink. They do, which is what, which was the hiccup in that, but they beat him and clinched the division. That would have made me more nervous. Had we won the division because we would have probably played the Braves. You would rather play the, the Dodgers and the Braves. For one, if I have to play the Dodgers in one game or play them in a series, absolutely. Like this, gets you know, you, far more about baseball than this I do. gets you closer to it. My fear with the Cardinals is, like we, I mean, well, last time we played the the Braves in the playoffs, we scored fucking eleven runs in the first inning, and then we got to the Nationals, and my concern then was, oh shit, the Dodgers in a series in the NLCS, and then the Braves beat the Dodgers, or the the Nationals beat the Dodgers, and I was like, well, fuck, here we go, we're going to the World Series, and then we couldn't score a goddamn run for nothing, we got fucking waxed. But it's fucking Team Destiny. I mean, it feels like it's Team Destiny. We're going to win it. And I'm going to lose my shit again. I can't. There is nothing quite like postseason baseball. Like, if you don't like watching baseball, I get it. Okay? I'm over trying to convince everybody, like, regular season baseball is fun to watch. If you don't love baseball, regular season baseball gets tired. I get it. Postseason baseball is fucking different. Similar to hockey. Like, if if you don't love hockey... And you ain't got nothing better to do when the Stanley Cup Finals come on. Fucking watch it. <clears throat> it's electric. Cardinals winning the World Series. I mean, I'm, I'm with it. It'd be good you're for gonna business. Be, you're going to be on the Cardinals this postseason? You might as well. I mean, I have nobody else to be on. There we go. Cardinals fan for the postseason. It's Macy and that's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got an October Cardinals fan. Welcome. I'm in. Welcome. You were, uh, you were an October 2015 Royals fan there for a bit. I was. I was in fucking Wainwright. We both texted back and forth like I actually knew what the fuck I was talking about. Well, I mean, you, you watched enough at that point that you kind of started. There. I actually started to fucking know what I was talking about there for a minute. Our, and our, I'll never forgive Eric Hosmer. Our, <laughs> our depth at pitching does make me nervous in a series, obviously. But, fuck. We've won 17 games in a row, so I, fucking anything can happen. They're hot at the right time. Hey. That's every sport. You get hot at the right time. I mean, how many times do you do that in the NFL? Where a team gets hot late in the season and they're just fucking... If anybody thinks the Raiders are going to finish lead of the fucking division, just go ahead and jump off a fucking bridge. It's Raider season. It's like Andy Reid season. It's Raider season. Oh, we got something for it, ass. Raider season and Seahawks season usually run side by side. Oh, we got they something fucking for peter off there at the end. Uh, Seahawks. And peter have, or they the, teeter. The, nope, Peter. Because Pete Carroll, that was clever. I like the, that. The Seahawks have petered early. I don't know. I think do they stink. I think we go ahead and declare them stinky. I think I think they stink. Oh, all right. Hang on. Yep. Go segue. Whoa. Yeah, give me a little... There we go. We're going to the NFL. NFL time. I, 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 we said a baseball segment. I had to talk about the Cardinals, okay? It, they were dead, and now they're not dead. So I had I, I declared them dead. I have to resurrect them. Undertaker gift right here. He resuscitated them right now. Back. But it's NFL. Real and quick, you want, tell, me, tell me if these bets sound like... Not easy bets, but bets that could happen. Okay. Three underdogs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Three team parlay. Okay, hit me. Arkansas over Georgia. Oh, it's college. Okay, yes. Michigan over Wisconsin. Yep, love it. I don't know. Michigan kind of stunk last. Don't week. care. Wisconsin shit their pants. And Auburn over LSU. I don't. I love it. I don't like. Guess what happens? What? That bumps the odds to plus three thousand nine hundred and forty-three. Hey. Guess what? One hundred dollars turns to three thousand nine hundred forty-three. Hey. 
There we go. I love it. We go in 50. We each walk out two grand. Flitskies. Um, we, oh, before we get completely off that, Wisconsin shit the bet against Notre Dame, and I still don't think Notre Dame's a good team. I'm just going to say it. I don't think Notre Dame's a good team. Um, I don't know. They're, they're, I think, I think if, if, if the chips fall, they're top 25 worthy, but I, I, I'm saying if we end up in the top 10 and we lose, say we lose to Georgia and Bama and we're in no conversation for the playoff and we wind up against Notre Dame and we're beating that ass. (laughs) I think we are beating that ass. Even better is if we end up in a, in a new year's six bowl against Oklahoma. Give me that all fucking. Oh, I would love that. I would fuck it. Mike Woods against old, Arkansas. Oh, Derek Boy, would love you, that. Who'd have thought? Not me. That's Mike Woods. And he's <laughs> fucked. And I hope Catalan lights his ass up. NFL, though. Let's talk a little NFL. So, some crazy things happened on Sunday. Before we get too far into this, I want to ask you something. I'm going to give you the chance okay. to change your NFC East pick. It's Dallas. It's Dallas. All <laughs> fucking day. The whistle pigs are dead. They... The Whistle Pigs stink. I got a notification earlier About the Whistle Pigs? No, that my Taylor Heineke shirt had been delivered. Oh, there we go. To the house. Outside of that. That's about the only thing going to the house. They fucking stink. Their defense is atrocious. Stinks. They're 31st. What happened? I don't know. Same thing that happened to Kansas City's defense. Well, well, nope. We're not going to do that. We're going (laughs) to get that all at once. They're in the bottom three teams in the NFL in every statistical category. They're fucking awful. How? I, I don't know. Ron Rivera's done. Get him out. Yeah, get, he, he, get him what? At, he doesn't make any sense. I got, it was great. It was a cool story. Good redemption. Like it's a, It was a perfect place for him to be when they're trying to turn that organization around, like the image of the organization. Like That's the guy. Everybody likes Ron Rivera. I'm not saying this was like part of their thought process, but like the dude beat cancer. And, and the also team, the team that he left is good now. Well, yeah. Well, they're, I mean, depending on what happens with Christian McCaffrey, like how serious that is, they're going to be fucked again. Like, if he leaves that team, they're basically... Well, they got Oklahoma fun. State's stud running back, Chubba Hubbard, in the backfield now. They do, but it ain't Christian McCaffrey. Like, No, it's not. And, but and he could. I hope he gets better. I like him. I like the fit for that team. But What I don't like is that I dropped him. So we uh, talked about this early, before fantasy football started, about how Tyler is... How quick he is to fucking drop people. I wasn't even quick. It was four weeks. But you drafted him. I did draft you him. You knew he wasn't going to play early. I know, but there's, I didn't think it would be four weeks. He wouldn't get a single. He, he got two plays each game. But with McCaffrey there, there's no reason for him to be on your team unless you're holding him in case McCaffrey goes down. Well, somebody dropped Curtis Samuel because he went on the IR. I had to fucking have him. Well, and there's a chance it may not be Chuba Hubbard being the, the best I literally I dropped him Saturday before the game on Sunday. And McCaffrey goes down in that game the day after I dropped Chubb Hubbard. I don't fucking understand. <laughs> it's impeccable time. How does it fucking happen it's to me? It's impossibly bad by you. And it happens consistently. All the fucking time. But at least you didn't just drop him for nobody. Because right. usually you do that. Because, I mean, Curtis Samuel should be good once he gets into that fucking... The I fucking, don't like him, but... Into the whistle pig offense. Ugh, All they got Scary Terry and Logan. I do feel bad for, for Taylor Heineke. Well, don't. So, uh, but I have a good segue here. Okay, segue. But do we want to talk about other games before we get into these rants? I think we have to. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the other games, boys. Okay, well, let's do that before we get into your game or my game. Okay. Uh, surprising ones. I didn't think the Saints were any good. I don't. I still don't know if they are. They fucking dominated the Patriots. They absolutely did. But and the Saints' defense had a fucking sighting because they looked good. 
Yeah, I think the def- I think the Saints defense is fine. I just think the offense is going to flip flop all fucking year. Does Mac Jones stink? I think Belichick is doing what he always does, and he's using like game planning around what they're good at. Like he's not, he does not have eye popping numbers at all. But they're in every game except this one so far. And I was wrong about. Uh, I was going to put money on the Falcons to be have the worst record in the NFL. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's the Giants. The Giants stink. They are so unfathomably, unfathomably terrible. Jacksonville stinks too. <laughs> that one so that confuses me, and it's funny because they finally start giving Robinson the ball, and look what happens. Great things. Yeah. Oh fuck! That wasn't Trevor that scored the touchdown. Go sit down, Robinson. Sit down right now. That's supposed to be Trevor's touchdown. Urban Meyer's a fucking Urban Meyer's a joke. fucking jackass. Uh, Saints look like they're decent. I'm not going to put them in a, in a top ten category or nothing, but the top they've, of the they've NFC, rattled off they've rattled off some good wins here. The top of the NFC is so fucking good. Jameis, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Jameis is just making me love him even more. I'm falling in love with Jameis Winston. Oh, I like him. Did but, you see that one I tagged you in? Mm-hmm. Where the dude was doing the hype up thing? And yeah. he was like, yep, yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to win. I want to win. Uh, he knows his role. Yep. He knows when he tried to be that hype guy, it didn't work. <laughs> he ate W's. But I think, then this is why I like him, is because he he's is so, so goofy. I love him. goofy and he's self-aware. Like, the first time, I think he was trying to be genuine when he ate the W. Yeah, he was. And when everybody roasted him for it, he went full in. He was like, yep. That's it. I'm a doofus. <laughs> I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, he, he's gone on being goofy so long that he could be the hype guy. Like it, it would be cringy and it would be genuine from him, but everybody else would laugh at it so much. It's like, all right, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um, Saints are decent. I don't hate them. I like to see Jameis look good. I, I, I like to see Kamara look good. I, I want the Saints to be good. I don't think the Saints make the playoffs. I think they're good. I mean, you're... you're I'm going to take the Vikings out of your normal playoff contention. They're not making the playoffs. I, I don't think they make the playoffs. Hold it. I don't know about that, Jim. <laughs> In the words of Romo, I don't know. I don't know about that. I take the Seahawks I, out. I have an interesting, thinking of an interesting NFL parlay for Sunday. Well, yeah, week Minnesota's week. in it over the Browns. If Dalvin Cook plays. I don't like that. They should have won on that fucking missed field goal. They won last week, surprisingly. Yeah. Dalvin Cook plays. That, that was some fucking Madison last week. Who yeah. got me 23 points. Thank you, Madison. Well, he's he is one of the most consistent handcuffs you can have in fantasy. Um I don't know. I like Minnesota. I mean, it's not it's not awful. Um are the Broncos good? No. No, they're not. Oh are we are we sure? Yeah. Like they might be fine. They're, they're better than they were last year. Is that what you want? Okay, yeah. They're not good. I, mean, I fucking hate Teddy Noodle Arm. They the teams they've beaten are 0-9. Well, they keep not giving the ball to Cortland Sutton, and I want to freak out. But, <laughs> Like, I think Teddy Bridgewater is doing what he did with the Saints. Like, he'll come in and not lose you games. And I think they have enough talent on that team that they could be good. Uh, so, they're, they're better than they were last year. And the division year. that they're in, it, it's irrelevant. Yeah, no, they're going to be third at best. Yeah. Um, I can't figure out if the Cardinals are good or not. They're, uh, so, I think... They're gonna lose close games this year. Like there's like we said before, their situational football is bad. I think they're getting better at not just honing in on DeAndre Hopkins. Like they're spreading the ball around, making it more difficult to defend. Like they're gonna win. Like last year, they lost every close game they were in. Like the amount of games they lost by less than a touchdown was absurd. Like Kyler Murray didn't even throw a touchdown against the Jaguars. They're gonna win. Oh, he didn't fucking. I mean that that 
they had that 109 yard kick six. Can we stop kicking field goals that you know that your kicker is not going to hit? And if you when don't, you only have linemen on the field to block for a field goal, and if the guy catches it, you're in some trouble. Well, I mean, when you have the guy who has the NFL record, like 68 yards is absurd. But he did only miss it by a couple yards. Like he he could have beat his. But record. then there's nobody on the field to come tackle. Correct. You have you have biggins on there, and they're not. <laughs> it's the big sexies, down. and the big sexies don't want to run. And then immediately after that, we had a new a new record kick. Yes, on a doink. On a doink, Justin Tucker is probably the GOAT. I mean, like... It's him and Vinatieri. Vinatieri only because of longevity. Vinatieri because of clutchness. Right. But, I mean, he's had he's had a lot of big moments, and he did it for fucking 20 years. But, like, if Justin Tucker does this for 15 years, I'm going to give it to Justin Tucker. Yeah. Like, Justin Tucker, being in his division, it, it, he is a fucking weapon. Like, when you get in close games, which Steelers and Ravens always seems to be... It's not like who gets the ball last, which quarterback's going to win. It's like they have to get 30 yards, and they're in his fucking field goal range. Right. And, Jesus. and the Ravens also cheated on that fourth down, and it was a fucking <laughs> delay of game. They didn't call it. They also played the Lions, which makes it make sense. That's bullshit. The Lions are... I feel so bad for Lions fans. I feel terrible for Lions fans. Because I'm starting to like Dan Campbell. I don't like Dan Campbell. Watching him on the sidelines realize that that ball was going through was satisfying. <laughs> Just seeing him, re- he had the same face that Jared Goff had last week. It's like, I'm fucking stuck in Detroit. Except he chose this. Jared Goff did not. And speak, speak Lions of, fans are at least competing. I'm sorry, sorry not their fans. The yeah, Lions are at least the competing Lions with are who they're playing. a tough team. They're going to bite kneecaps and all that they shit. They will. Like, they're genuinely a tough team. And can you tell me a... Team with a worse roster that could compete the way that they do? Not the Washington football team. Nope. They have not, way more weapons. Not Jacksonville. They have way more weapons. Not the Giants. Way more weapons. And they stink. And the Lions are the best of the stinky teams. Like, it's not that I think Dan Campbell's a bad coach. Like, he clearly has that team ready to go. Like, they're in it. But, I mean, it's just the Lions. Like, they're going to be... You look at the final score of all the Lions games this year, you're going to be like, oh, shit, they could have won any of those. No. They stormed back from being way down. Not they will one. be the team that fucks up the spreads. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, I'm a little fucking. I got a little fucking head cold sinus action going oh. on. Fucking Arkansas is always giving me that. It's probably COVID at this point. <laughs> I'm. It's not speaking, really speaking. Just a joke. We're talking about Jared Goff not choosing as, Detroit, as Ellie says. It's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the flip side of that trade. God damn, the Rams. <laughs> it's almost like your boy said the Rams were going to win the NFC. Fucking good. Like that, they just look like they show up on Sundays and know they're going to win. It will be Patrick Mahomes and Matt Stafford in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to comment on that because it's going to lead to the other game. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup might be the best connection in fucking football. I I don't know how many people I've said this to now. Cooper Cup's jump in the NFL top 100 is going to be stupid. He'll be top 15. It, and when I say stupid, I mean absurd, not. Not incorrect. Like, right. That motherfucker deserves to be. He'll, he, and he's always good, even with Jared Goff. People were mad because he didn't. I don't even know if he scored more than like three touchdowns last year. Like right now. And this is. I'm going to put him. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. Okay. I don't know about that. but Based off of this year. Based off this year, I might put him there's first. Been, there's been two games that Tyreek Hill has been shut down. But he's, fa- he's facing two or three. I know it's going to open up to what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about, but. He's been he's been boxed in in two straight games. Yeah, people are just going to let Travis Kelsey catch his balls. Yep, 
and try to stop him before he gets to the end zone because he runs like a slinky. And it's not a bad strategy. But the Rams, the Rams, the, the Rams. Rams, the Rams. Are you with me now? They're coming out of the NFC. I called it before the game ball even got kicked off week one. Yeah, probably. Because they're going to have home field. Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah. I think I'm in on it. We're going to see fucking Matt Stafford in a goddamn... In the Super Bowl. Oh, we're going to get to see Matt Stafford and Rodgers in the NFC Championship. If this is... Oh, wait, is the Rams in the division with the Packers? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. We're going to get Rams fucking Packers. Uh, I don't know. Let me take that back. Let me walk that back. Packers have been a little sus. They've been a little sus. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how the fuck you narrowly escape... The goddamn 49ers. They just had their fucking number, dude. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, going to that game is always... Like, in the NFC Championship, they had 180 yards after... Before contact against the Packers. Just ran it down their throat. Shanahan and LaFleur do not fucking appear to like each other. I guess. And it's funny because they're... they're wait, yeah. wait, aren't they the friends? Yeah. They got, them, they right? got yeah. stiffed... Or, no, McVay and Shanahan yeah. are the friends. That's but it, that's he it, stiffed them on the handshake before the game. Yes. The Rams are good. <laughs> the and Rams are and very good. Their stadium good. is so fucking nice. It's pretty intense. Like, it's imagine, bullshit. And they have to share it. Imagine it is. Imagine being a Lions fan. Like I, I'm sure, as a Lions fan, you're rooting for Matthew Stafford at this point. Like if you're not, you're not. I don't think you're a Lions fan. Mm, Beck would have. Like you, you can Beck be. Would beg you can be petty about it. Like you can be bitter. But like if he makes, I can't it, wait to text. I haven't even texted him yet and said, uh, "You want to take back what you said about Stafford?" If, I think you had to have known as soon as he left Detroit, he was going to get better somehow. Like it. I'm going to text him right now. It's fucking unreal. Like, they genuinely look the whole game like they know they're going to win. What other games? What other games were this weekend? Or do we just want to get into the fucking other Let's game? just get Let's into it. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about Pittsburgh and Cincy first. Because the, I think people are more surprised about the Ken, what Kansas City's They're looking so like. fucking bad. <laughs> It's impossible. His face is so red. They're so fucking like. Thank God for Arkansas. I'm gonna move this microphone away from my fucking mouth so I don't blow your speakers. He's about to go in. Out. He's about to go in. If if it wasn't for Arkansas, I would be in a terrible place right now. I would debate on killing myself. Wow, I don't go that far. <laughs> it, it's just an expression. They're so fucking bad. Like we, you, you, you're forgetting that Kansas City's in the exact same predicament. You're no, in. no, no. <laughs> yes. You take. Uh, offensive coordinator that you have there for way too long because he fucking stinks and you replace him with the guy that he taught how to be a fucking coach. And, and that guy is only there because Ben's like, hey, he's my buddy. Yeah. I'd like to be the quarterback coach. Say. Quarterback coach, fine. Offensive coordinator, fucking stinks. He's fucking terrible. Canada. Ben's tripping over the fucking field. Get out. I'm over. I'm fucking completely over Roethlisberger. Like for the, for the past however many years, it's just been like, hey, there's wor- there could be worse. And at this point, we're going to be fucking terrible. You know what? Tom Leonard probably fucking find a way to go 9-7, and seven, whatever the fucking record would be now. 10-9-8, and nine and eight, whatever it is. It's the fucking weird numbers. We add an extra game. Yeah. It confuses me. And they'll be like, well, see, he still never had a losing record. And you know where we'll be? In the middle of the goddamn draft where no quarterbacks are. And when the ones that are left, I'm like, well, we do need a quarterback. And we'll take one that's going to fucking stink because that's all that's I'll left. tell you who you're going to take. Who? Matt Crow. I'll be okay with that. That's what you're going to take. I'd be more than okay with that. I do think the way that the other top quarterbacks have looked and the way he's been playing, he will not be there when we take a fucking quarterback. And then we're going to end up with Sam Howell. <laughs> and that guy I wouldn't wish that will on you. stink. I would not wish that on you. And what's going to happen is 
I've escalated it further at this point. I'd be happy if y'all got Notre Dame's quarterback too. He's not great, but he's not bad. That's not what I want. Don't want to not and great he's got, bad. He's got your last name. Because that's cool. And it would be cool to have that jersey. You would have a jersey with your name on but it. But what's going to happen is if we get a quarterback that's good, not great, is we're going to pick him and he's going to look like Mason Rudolph. And we're going to be like, well, we did. We took a. We I'm still not out on Mason Rudolph. Fuck him. If I were y'all, I would start I would start Rudolph right now. Just, just, let's just see if we do have our quarterback I'm or okay. don't have our quarterback. We, no, no, no. We know we don't. Here's don't the problem know. with. You, you, you let him, do. Let him play a season. The only way you know if he's your quarterback is if you're okay with not winning very many games. Just fucking let him play a season. I, I don't want him to. Like, it's not going to do it any good. Will it be worse good. than what Ben's doing? No, but here's the problem with him playing a season is if he win, if we play him next week and we win. We gotta give him another year now, see what happens. Okay. And we're gonna keep fucking playing okay, this minus bullshit over, game. Minus the overreactions and shit that they might do if he if he plays good. But, but it will not be any worse but than that's what, you're what going Pittsburgh through. does. Like they overvalue shit. Like they cannot break away from shit that's wrong. They fucking pay I love Polamali. He's one of my favorite players of all time. They paid him two years too long. Maybe I'll draft KJ in a they're couple of years. And maybe, but he probably won't play. Like for whatever reason. Like they just Ben will still be they there. They f- probably <laughs> Like, this stupid son of a bitch is going to be like, hey, we weren't very good. I'm not going out like that. I'm going to come back. We're not very good because you're fucking dead. Give it up. He's so bad. Just fucking get over it. He and if I so see, bad. I see another article at the end of the season where he starts flip-flopping. Well, you never know. I might come back. And then Pittsburgh comes out and says, well, we would never push him out. He's a Hall of Famer. Fuck him. Put him in the Hall of Fame then. <laughs> Cut him right now so that he can start his time clock to get into the Hall of Fame. How about that? Yep. Honor him that way. Put... Put his face on the fucking stadium. I don't give a shit. Just get him off the goddamn field. It's a fucking travesty. We're going to lose. We're going to stink. He's going to leave. And then it'll take five goddamn years to accept that Mason Rudolph's still not the guy after we pay him because, well, we we don't have anybody else. We have to pay him. And he's going to fucking continue to be average. And either we're going to keep an average quarterback and win an average average amount of game. No. Than Ben. No. Because here's the thing. I'm tired of fucking. Like, being this purgatory bullshit is worse than stinking. I would rather be in Jacksonville's shoes right now. No shit. That's sad. Because there's nothing to look forward to. Like, I am completely done with the season. I've written it off. I'll watch it every Sunday. If they're in a primetime game, I'll watch it. If they're not, I ain't looking for fucking links to go watch them on the fucking internet. I ain't doing Remember it. Remember when we told y'all we're going to be having some classic overreactions? It's fucking bullshit, man. I'm not fucking, I'm not putting up with the bullshit anymore. Stink or don't. I don't give a fuck. But we need to get closer to the future. Because you have not thought one goddamn iota about the future. Not one fucking time. If you we enjoyed stink, saying that, didn't If you? we stink to the point where Tomlin eventually loses, like, goes under 500 by a game, they're like, see, here, cut him. And he's out. And you know what's going to happen after that? We'll probably get a fucking, I don't know, we'll, we'll probably hire Hugh Jackson. He knows the AFC North. He knows Pittsburgh gritty football. That's what we'll do. And you know what will happen there? He'll stink. And then we'll go from, well, we've only had three head coaches the whole time to nine in fucking five years. Y'all have, and we're dead. Y'all have such good personnel, too. I know. Like, you actually have good players. Yeah. Should and you know who's suffering? Bad. Fucking Najee Harris. Every time that son of a bitch gets the ball and doesn't run into a defensive lineman because our offensive line is shit. How about how about he P- does great things? How about Pittsburgh on Cincy's he, fucking he, six yard line with fucking what was it six minutes left or something like that? Fourth down, they go for it. Down twenty four to ten, you score. You you got a good shot. What does Ben do? Checks it down to Najee for a one-yard th- toss and, instead of throwing it in the fucking and end zone. And Najee fought five people trying to get to the end there's no. You know what I saw? People were, well, Najee couldn't even get in the end zone. You fucking set him up for failure. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's, this, five this, this people is not here. everybody. I'm sure it's the, it's the loud minority. But it's still, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. The man hurtled a guy on the sideline. Stiff-armed. Tr- in the trying air, to truck somebody. Got hit and landed in bounds. 
and kept Chuck like trying he to get to the end zone. He threw Jonathan Abrams across the goddamn field. What are we talking about? Every time, like, how many fucking yards did he have receiving? Because, and you know why he's got that many yards receiving? It's like, well, he didn't have that many rushing yards. No, because the line can't do a goddamn thing. No. You have to get the ball to him out in space and watch him do what you drafted him to do. But he can't fucking get there because our whole offensive line turned 35 at the same time because we held on because they were fucking gritty and they're all old as shit and they started to stink or retired and now we can't do shit. And they're like, well. And all of a sudden, Deontay Johnson's bite, fighting the fucking uh, injury bug again. Here we go. Good thing I drafted him. Well, ben, <laughs> Ben's, Ben's never played with anybody. Like, he's his first season without Pouncey. What do you expect? Him to be fucking better. He's the he's supposed to be the one holding this goddamn team together. I'm fucking over it. I, just, Would you rather have walk it to him? Yes. Or Ben? Nope. The other one. Don't care what your other is. Matt at this Ryan point. or Ben? Matt Ryan. Keep going. Uh, the ghost of Colt. The Brennan? ghost of Colt Brennan. <laughs> Don't care what you're gonna say. It's the answer. Give like what I would give right now for Taylor Heineke to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Jordan Tayamu, the fucking backup backup Gino quarterback Smith? for ch- the Chiefs that came from my, my St. Louis Battlehawks, put him in here. Geno Smith or him? Geno Smith. Sam Bradford or Sam him? Bradford. Doesn't matter what you say at this point. I know they're worse. I don't care. <laughs> at least we'll lose. Fucking hell, man. It's true. At least they'd commit to stinking or not stinking. Well, let's take the light off of you. Please. And let's put it on myself. Let's do it. Why is fucking Spagnola still on the goddamn <laughs> Chiefs organization? Why? It's questionable. Every fucking time I see 56 and 49 on the field, <laughs> I want to throw myself in oncoming traffic. Ben Neiman is the worst linebacker in fucking football. Dan Sorensen is good situationally. Not every fucking down. Just situationally, he can lay down a good hit on third down. You call it good. It's over. Ask the Browns guy who tried to die for the pylon. Ask him. Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan will lay down a dirty hit, but he is not good. He's going to lay down on dirty coverage. He's not going to. And it's literally to the point where if you watch a Chiefs game, guess where the ball is going to go to? Find 56, find 49. The ball will soon be there. He missed seven (laughs) tackles last game, Dan Sorensen. Since you have brought it up, I have paid attention to it. Tyro Matthew is right around a lot of tackles. And never actually tackles Not anyone. touching the soul. He literally stands there with his arms out and, and like, oh, I almost got to me. I did see him do that and then throw his hands up yeah. afterwards at one of them. So It's every game, dude. Ty- Tyron Matthew makes great plays on the ball. There's no denying that he's a his ball hawk. His football IQ is very good. But he is not Honey Badger anymore. He does not lower the shoulder and smoke people. He does not grind them to the, like, ride them down. Like, it's all, as they would call it back when we were in high school football, rodeo tackling. Mm-hmm. and trying to push him down. Mm-hmm. There's no laying a hit anymore. He comes up to, to make a hit and just wraps up and rides him down. And That's because, all he does. Because he's around all of the tackles, he gets a lot of tipped interceptions. Yes. Also helps some receivers fall down right in front of you. <laughs> it, does, it does help. He is great, a great playmaker. But, <laughs> and I said it was a fucking disaster to pay Chris Jones $90 million, and we did it anyways. But the biggest swing and miss that the Chiefs have done in the past fucking 12 years. Oh, okay. I'm excited for this. Is paying Frank Clark and trading a first round pick for Frank Clark for six regular season sacks. 
And I, I w- had the backing of a Kansas City beat writer about three days ago with like 60-some thousand followers. He knew what the fuck he was talking about. I said that in a thread, and somebody was like, oh, you're fucking high. Frank Clark is good. And this dude came to my defense, and he's like, I promise you right now, I know people, and they are waiting to the last game of this season to get rid of Frank Clark. I will say, at the time, I didn't think twice about it. It made sense. I thought it was great. Yeah, it didn't, though. It didn't work out. It's awful. Paying Chris Jones $90 million? I like Chris Jones. He's always rated right behind Aaron Donald. But if you don't have anybody else who can get a fucking pass rush around him, they're just going to double coverage down to Chris Jones. He's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Linebacker, Nick Bolton's flying fucking everywhere. He, uh, he is. He looks very good. He fucking flies everywhere. But when you got fucking Neiman standing there, he's got to make up <laughs> ground. Just go the other way. I think Willie Gay's off the IR this week. If not this week, it's next week. And well, I swear on my fucking he'll have to, life, he'll have to if Ben Neiman's way back in, into the don't get lineup. me started on that bullshit. <laughs> Juan Thornhill needs to be fucking starting, not Dan Sorensen. Why is Juan he not? Thorn- I don't know. They said that he he hasn't earned his position back. So he gets to come in like four plays a game. Here's the thing about that, though. Did you see the pick against Baltimore that he had? Yeah. Here, that was here, one of the four plays he had. Here's the thing, though. The flip side of that is, like, I get, I'm not saying he hasn't or doesn't shouldn't be starting because he should. The flip side of him not having earned a starting spot is you can also lose it. Right. Like, the person that's ahead of him could be so bad, you don't have a choice. Correct. And we're there. We're there. <laughs> Ben Neiman and Dan Sorensen being on the field, I I don't know how anyone rationalizes it. I don't understand. And Spags is getting asked it in press conferences right after the game because no one fucking understands. You're the only son of a bitch that goes to bat for him. They must be dicking you down so good <laughs> that you, you're down bad. You got to have them in the game because you need that pipe. Because there's nothing else that makes sense. No one benefits from having the worst defense in football. It's not the Redskins. It's us. We have the worst fucking defense in the NFL. You're now getting to experience the downside that is having a great offense. And our offense is nobody cares about the defense. Dude, our offense was so fucking bad against the Chargers. There were so many drop passes, so many tip balls off of fucking Mecole's hand pick. <laughs> like, I, I, I just... Mahomes, I even got to give some shade to him because he is trying to throw no looks on a player that is wide open in the middle by himself, trying to trying to be sexy with a pass and overthrows him. If you just step up and throw it the fucking right way, he's gone. Yeah, and and it, he's doing this no look, trying to be cute. With sh- and in that game, a division, mm. a divisional opponent, a capable divisional opponent, and it's a close game. You need to quit the cute shit and just just go fucking win because you can. Like he's good enough, he can just right. go win the game. Like I don't think anybody thought twice. When they got to the point of like, all right, well, left too much time. Mahomes going to go score. And 32 seconds was too much time for Kansas City. With like everyone on the radio, I was listening to it on the radio coming back from uh, it is com- though. coming back from Flagstaff. Like, they were they're like, more oh. than capable of scoring in that amount of time. They were like, but there's 32 seconds left. And I was like, what? And then before you know it, Mahomes, 24-yard scramble. Like, and the announcer was like, oh, he threw a dime right there, and it was dropped. Um, okay, <laughs> nine seconds left now. I was like, that's it. Game over, and even Clyde Edwards-Teller played good. He did play good. I don't. I don't know what happened on that last interception, though. Like, I don't know. There was like he, he normally, like if, if you float one of the sidelines trying to get it out of bounds, and it doesn't quite get there, and they pick it off, and they make a great catch, fine. He floated it across the middle of the field, and I was like, "What in the?" Like as soon as it left his hands, like, "What the fuck is? Where's that going?" Directly to the Chargers. Yeah. It just it happened like two games in a row. And Mike Williams is apparently a top five Mike receiver Williams, in the Mike NFL. Williams, I have Mike Williams, and thank God. I am so very happy that he's got on my fucking team. Two weeks in a row. But two weeks in a row, 
you have had like situations like, oh, fuck, left too much time. And you go down and there's a turnover. Granted, to be in by two different people, but in very different situations. We had four turnovers against the Chargers. Yeah, you're not going to win those games. No. And you still could have. That's the thing. Like, you still could have been minus four in the turnover and fucking won. Should have. Willie Gay comes back. They start fucking Thornhill. Watch what fucking happens. I'm telling you. It's all we need. Makes sense. That's it. Creed Humphrey, fucking rookie center. Still no sacks given up. Pretty good. One pressure. Pretty fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes is starting to do too much. He's, I'm noticing that he's trying to step up in the pocket when the pocket hasn't collapsed yet and making bad throws. He's trying to evade a, a rush that's not there yet because he's used to having to run for his life. So he'll well, sweep around the edge and then he runs into a sack. He, I, I don't know why he's, he's doing it. He's having to do it. But if, if you remember Aaron Rodgers had this issue for a year or two and got that criticism too, it's like he's running from something not there. And it's because they are genuinely better outside of the pocket. Like, I don't know how that's possible, but they are both seem to be better outside of the pocket. I get it. And then they, you want to know what we, we signed Josh Gordon. Now, that, if that doesn't speak to what the fuck they feel about Miko Hardman being the wide receiver, too, I don't know what the fuck else does. Because he will be the wide receiver, too, immediately. Yeah. And he said he probably, won't, he probably won't be up to speed on this game. He probably, won't, he probably won't play this game. Probably next week will be when he starts. Yeah, but right after that, it comes out that the Colts are trying to trade Marlon Mack. That would make a lot of sense it for would. the Chiefs. It's going it, to happen now. It's and like, I'm not saying it fixes your problem by right. any means. He's he's a very good pass blocker. He's much bigger. He's a very good pass catcher. He is. But he's also a much better single back or I formation running back. Right. Versus a, a West Coast offense type where they're trying to use Clyde because he's small and where it should work, but it does not fucking work. I'm starting him this week in fantasy. We'll see what the fuck happens. But Clyde. Yeah. Well well they're playing the Eagles and Dallas ran the fuck all over him. Mm-hmm. So I Pittsburgh plays Green Bay this week. I'd, They'll probably do some Pittsburgh shit. And I, watch I, mm, that would piss me. Beat off. Beat Buffalo and then that lose would two piss shit babies. Me off so fucking bad. If they win, I'm be furious. Yeah, because your boy Aaron. Right? No, I can't even fucking enjoy it. Like if it was like a shootout. See, that's we don't have to worry about after this season. He's Aaron Rodgers coming to town. Correct. Well, I know, I know he's coming to Pittsburgh, but it doesn't. They, you know, on no, no shit. <laughs> If Aaron Rodgers came out and just flat out said, hey, I'm going to finish the year in Green Bay. I'm really going to try to win the Super Bowl. After this year, I want to only go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They ben, probably wouldn't do it because Ben like, come well, back. Ben's not going to like that. No fucking shit. Because <laughs> he just lost his goddamn job. And they would fucking stand by it. I guarantee it. I guarantee they'd stand by We don't need Aaron Rodgers. We got Ben. Fuck you. I'm not getting fired up again. I'm over it. Well, I'm in a division with uh, two undefeated teams. Or, sorry. Yeah, two undefeated teams. Raiders and the Broncos. Phony balonies. We are officially in the last place in our division. That 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 division will literally completely flip by the time it's over. No, that no, it won't. Raiders will end up below the eh, no. Broncos in last. <laughs> completely flip. It'll it right now it's what? Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs? Yeah. Complete flip. No. It's Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs. Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs. Okay, so it'll be Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Yeah. 180 degrees. Broncos stink. Raiders will fuck it up. Seattle also stinks. Stink. Love that. Don't understand how they stink. I do love it. Because they, they're phony baloney. They just, it's, it's go Hawks. Give me Rams. Mm-hmm. Give me, I'll say they, re, they run it back against Tampa in the NFC Championship. Probably likely. 
and then give me... And I don't see that game going any differently than the one the other day. Rams roll. Then give me Kansas City and who else will come out of the AFC? Thing? Bills. Bills. I the Bills Kansas City figured Bills it out. They look all the way back. Dolphins stink. <laughs> Dolphins stink. Texans stink. Not as much as I thought, but they stink. Yeah, they're surprising. There are three worse teams than them, which I would not have thought was possible. We'll be back with you on motherfucking Sunday. Sunday. With the reaction to Arkansas shit stomping Georgia and Dakota and I getting paid off a parlay. Boy, that's going to be a fucking electric episode if all that happens. I can't wait. Cannot fucking wait. And we will see y'all on Sunday. Goodbye.